The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the basement, it's Geek Show Podcast. Well, you may be in the basement, but I'm broadcasting from a secure, secret location because of assassins. Uh, major announcement. The official Sheev Palpatine digital trading cards are here. <laughs> These limited edition, limited edition cards feature amazing art of the Emperor's life and career because he's always been a race car driver and a cowboy. They're only 99 Imperial credits each and would make a perfect life day gift. What does General Grievous mean when he says, I can't do this anymore? Today on Geek Show. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! showpodcast.com mm. yeah thank you Hello. thank you uh now i see that uh, dr paul is driving to a woman's basketball game right now be careful listening and driving at the same yeah, time those women in basketball it's dangerous <laughs> uh let's see so uh yeah we got to we got to some of the staff here today <laughs> uh, Shannon is going to buy headphones, so he'll be joining us as soon as he makes that purchase. Yeah. Uh, so uh, stand by for that. Uh, joining us here, though, in a secured location, because assassins. Lee George Cade, everyone. My assassins hey. are all dead, and I've hung them up. I've strung them about the chimney with care. That's right. Oh. So they can. any other assassins coming in can see that and be like, ooh. So if uh, if everybody behaves, uh, Trevor, you're absolutely right. The night before Cromsmas was my original poem that I wrote for the Geek Show teaser last night. So <laughs> if uh, if things go well and we have enough time, perhaps I'll do a dramatic interpretation of it to close out the show. Oh, I'm oh. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. As a matter of fact, there's we we'll kill a couple of stories to make sure we get to that. <laughs> Worth just it. kill them. Just kill all the stories. Kill them. Yeah. Uh, Grimley's Grimley's on the Instagram because that's I'm trending on Instagram right now. You are? Yeah. I'm proud of you. I, it's because I it's because I paint I paint pretty. I finally found my niche. Mama, I may be fifty three, but I'm finally I'm finally somebody. I made it, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I made it, Baba. I made it, Baba. <laughs> Coming home. Uh, also, uh, Quad T Two Tall Tony is here. Hi. Uh, hi. Hi. Check me out on Twitter. <laughs> He's never done this before, folks. He's <laughs> What's a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At Quad T Tony on the uh the flaming dumpster fire ship of twitter and uh you're and still then, there it's still there Amazing. i'm still still playing around and then the gadget spot podcast for all your tech and gaming needs mm, thank you uh let's see jay and rebecca are on assignment this week and rebecca's sad about it because we are going to talk about the barbie movie but uh, <laughs> sitting in uh, our old friend Robert Neal, who I run into at the comic book store all the time, and you probably run into at FanX. He's dressed as, uh, you know, Nick Fury or Green Lantern. Usually, is when yeah. I see him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is here Go to green. help. Thank That's you. Right. He's here to help out with our comic book knowledge because this man never ceases to amaze me. Oh, he can well, just thank you, thank you. Call up, you know, from memory, just instances, all the comic books past. So let's get into it. Uh, we'll begin with this whole 
how many weeks in a row have we started with uh, James Gunn, DC, and Warner Brothers? Oh, but Cavalgate. It is a font of stories, that's for yes. sure. Well, we'll get to Cavalgate. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's uh, he announced, well, this is leading into Cavalgate. James Gunn is writing a Superman movie. I'm I'm here it for that. Is a sentence I've been dying to say for years, right? Yeah. Or, wait, wait. We might have a fun Superman movie. Exactly. Superman <laughs> with a sense of humor. Exactly. <laughs> one can hope. I mean, go back and watch the Christopher Reeve original one. I mean, huh, the best movie ever. It it's just it is. Sir, there is only one Superman to me, and his name was George Reeves. <laughs> old school. He's old school. Uh, but uh, this uh, this script. And again, this is all part of James Gunn and his partner planning out a 10-year arc across movies, TV shows, games, all of it in DC. He wants to start his Superman. It will not be an origin story, he has said. Good. I think we already know. Because I think most of the world knows. This one will start with him not in Smallville, not in Smallville, but he will be working at the Daily Planet, Clark Kent. Perfect. So that's where we will start this one. Hit the ground you know, if running. You, if you want the best Superman origin story, though, go back to the classic George Reeves um, Superman because they couldn't afford costumes for the Kryptonians. So they they used surplus Flash Gordon costumes from the old Larry Buster Krabs uh, yes. Flash Gordon show. Really? So, yeah, they're oh. all standing around the table and... And Zorro comes in and like, ah, yeah, what's going on? I'm sitting here on my Southwest Flash Gordon costume. The, the Crypt, Krypton's, and they call it Krypton. Krypton's, Krypton's, Krypton's son's going to explode soon. We must get off Krypton soon. It's good. Oh. Oh. Don't be so hyperbole. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm, the I'm glad they said Krypton. That excuses Marlon Krypton. Brando for saying Krypton uh, when he's saying it. Uh, Krypton. And Krypton. Okay. It's it's a, it's a great the uh, that episode is is amazing because in 22 minutes you get Krypton blowing up you get uh, it wasn't George and Mar uh, wasn't Martha and John it was Eb and Sarah yeah because they changed and the names really of super parents yeah. and uh, adopted parents oh. you see what I'm saying with the knowledge here I love yep. surrounding I mean, myself with smart people it's a fun fun episode 22 minutes it's campy as all get out but. Check it out if you can. Uh, one of the local digital channels shows it on Sunday mornings. Oh, cool. Mm, yep. uh, so now this really does put an, an interesting situation on some of these DC movies that are scheduled to be released soon. Not the movies you're looking for anymore. Exactly. Looks like and, a tax write-off to me. And it kind of, oh, well, they're, they're going to release them. They're going to release say. Flash. They're going to release uh, Blue Beetle. Uh, they're all going to come out, but but they won't be a part of. I guess we're still calling it the Snyderverse, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Would we it, be calling? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and also, let's not oh, forget wait, it's pre-crisis. There we go. It's the yeah, pre-crisis that's, that's universe. What it, that's what it should be labeled as: pre-crisis, post-crisis. I think. There you go. Uh, so there's that, and then uh, they're talking to Affleck. They said you're not Batman anymore, uh, but we'd like you to direct something if you'd like. So that. Talking well, to him about that. They went down this road before. He was supposed to direct a Batman movie, and mm -hmm. then the fans scared him off of it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Can you blame him? No. And then there's that... Uh, I don't know, and I couldn't find anything on the J.J. Uh, Abrams' uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates Superman 
that they were developed. The last thing I saw mm-hmm. said that there was no change in that, and they were still moving forward with it. They are going to move forward. That's with what it. I've. That's what I read about three yeah. days ago. But I, I yeah, I, I was unable to find anything. But uh, I'm guessing this means that uh, we're getting recasting of all the all the characters. I think that I, you might be right about this whole crisis thing. It's it'll just be a big reset button with the Flash movie. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but uh, don't weep for Henry Cavill. He manages to uh, to land on his feet. He's resilient, like a yeah, cat. He is. Yeah. It's funny because he he left uh, Witcher. Everybody mm-hmm. said it was so he could do more Superman. That was not the case. He left Witcher because he didn't like the way that the show was going. Right. Uh, he left because of creative differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, is now landing on another super nerdy project. <laughs> <laughs> Step into thought, my dojo, Henry Cavill. Yeah, exactly. if you thought Superman and The Witcher was nerdy, wait till you hear no, about this. No, seriously, it's seriously, it's like he was looking around for something more grim dark than Zack Snyder. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. He is going to star in and executive produce a series adaptation of Warhammer 40,000. He's playing for, this miniature. For yeah. Amazon. There he is, right? I can see him right there. Yeah. So so anybody knows right now, I had to go with Ultramarines because this is like the most reviled legion of space marines out there. Because why why would you play Smurfs when you could play something else? But hey, let's go with Smurfs. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you, Lee. The question is, is it going to be cheaper to make this movie than to play this game? Well, <laughs> it's question. got yeah, it's a good question. He's got the Amazon money, so I'm, I'm guessing that... Yeah, because Bezos has, himself is such a nerd that you know somebody he'll... somebody asked me once why I could justify spending money on spaceships and Star Citizen, and I'm like, I play tabletop war games. That's a jump change. <laughs> they probably have. I bet Henry Cavill in his contract wrote a, a thing in there that says, "I need X amount of money for miniatures for research purposes." <laughs> well, he plays. And he plays. He plays custodes. It's interesting that he's doing like because if he's executive producing, he's gonna want to. He's gonna want to do like what he likes to play, not Smurfs. Lee, so. can you can you imagine back in the old days if if uh, someone as handsome as Henry Cavill showed up and wanted to play D anD D with us? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Get it's out like of here, one day, jock! <laughs> one day, this this girl we knew walked in and started playing D anD D with us, and we're like, "What are you?" And she's like, "I'm a girl. I play D anD D." Our heads all exploded. <laughs> Madre Dios, the legends—they are true. <laughs> And she said, uh, and this is my character. Her name is Duran Rose. I was like, oh, no. No, She's that like was Duran fun. Duran. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, war, uh, for those who don't know, the game setting is uh, 40,000 years in the future where things are dark indeed, it says here. Humans, yeah, yeah, so dark. <laughs> human civilization has stopped processing and is in unending war with aliens and magical beings, gods and demons. Right, because there was this thing that happened. Is is so they uh, Rick Priestley when he created Rogue Trader back in 1988, he borrowed heavily, as you do, from Frank Herbert, and so you have this character, this God Emperor of mankind, who's like the greatest psyker humanity has ever known, and he had created these legions of space marines to keep space safe for human exploration and to fight the Xenos filth, the the aliens, and his sons were these Primarchs that he created that were like these demigods that led the space marines but one of them decided that he had his own ideas and that caused this civil war between the different factions of space marines so mm. from 30,000 to 40,000 it's been this civil war and it's it's pretty wild like i i could see 
there's probably about a dozen characters I can think of Cavill playing and playing well. So mm-hmm. nerd. Now, well, he is a nerd. It's it's it's. <laughs> I did some research, and he apparently is a fan of the game and oh, paints oh, figures plays and plays it. Yeah, so. he yeah. paints his own miniatures. I mean, yeah. like, he's got commission money, Cavill. You got commission money, Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, Cavill. Uh, anyway, so they're they're just you know letting uh, putting the deal together with Amazon to do that uh, series, and and it's gotten so much talk on the internet. I'm sure it's a done deal. All I'm right. excited for it. I'll watch anything Henry Cavill's yeah. in. And I'm excited to see who James Gunn casts in these new roles. Yeah. I, you know, I'm looking forward to to his take on on the DC universe. I think it'll be, I mean, look what he's done. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it'll be just a bunch of unknowns, though. That would be cool too. Could be because Could that be. way you can just go start fresh and just run for years. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we did get a lot of uh, really good stuff this week, uh, including this. Wow, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer. <laughs> oh, baby. Wow. Yep. So good. You know, and uh, Geek Show voted the first version of this movie as probably the best comic book movie ever. We all agreed on a panel one day that that was it. And this one I'm really looking forward to. There are so many spider people in this trailer. <laughs> spider punk. I love it. Spider punk is in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to talk about Jessica Drew here in a second. But is Spider's um, Man in it? <laughs> I didn't see Good question. Him. I didn't see Because Spider-Man is my favorite Spider-Man. But that does have... not surprise me. Paper Bagheads, <laughs> Paper Baghead Spider-Man's in got, there. Well, that's that's Fantastic Four Spider-Man. He had to wear a, pl- a, a bag to cover his identity. But yeah. Spider-Man is a bunch of sentient spiders that inhabit a Spider-Man suit. I'll, he's got to be there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I saw Spider-Monkey. Spider-Monkey yeah. was in there from uh, Marvel Apes. Nice. Um, anyway, but the uh, the villain... And I don't, I, the villain is the spot. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So the spot is interesting because he's so easy to make fun of, but if you actually think about his abilities, he can be extremely powerful. Well, yeah. And, and, and that's what, that's what the, uh, the, the guys who are making the movie were saying He's being voiced by Jason Schwartzman. He is the villain of the next two movies, it says here. He's an interesting villain because he seems like a joke, but when you really look at his powers, there's incredible potential. His ability to... You just said that. That's what I just said. His his ability to open portals across dimensions sets him up perfectly for the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And Uh, I I just got done reading the Spider-Verse arc like last month. Oh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic Great arc, but I, I think the spot could make for a more interesting villain than some vampire that feeds off spider energy. Yeah, uh, Morlin and his family. I thought they were cool, but you might they be were. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, back to Jessica Drew. I'm seeing a lot of from the bad side of the internet. Uh, people uh, freaking out about Jessica Drew, and uh, so we uh, we we did some looking into it. And if if anybody brings this up, you all you have to do is say no. Spider Woman was a black woman named Valerie. The Librarian, in 1974's Spidey Super Stories number one. Oh. So if anything, they're setting it right. (laughs) So just shut them right up with that. Valerie the Librarian, Spidey Super Stories number one. All right. I think so. the character design's badass. So oh, it looks yeah. great. It looks yeah. really it's fabulous. Everything about that trailer just had me going, "Wow, wow!" Oh, yeah. I, I was like, "Oh, it's fantastic!" Yeah, <laughs> I was shrieking like a spider monkey. Indeed. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and then the other trailer. Well, there were two other trailers that we found this week. Uh, 
all I had to do was just see that Adam Driver is fighting dinosaurs, and I was in. <laughs> uh, it's it's called Sixty Five. <laughs> now I I was dismissing this at first because I went oh whatever whatever, nah, but then I on. saw Sam Raimi's producing it. Yeah. So I went okay, and it's written by the guys who wrote Quiet Place, Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Nah, it's and no Violent Night, but I'll watch it. It's no Violent Night, but it's. <laughs> Adam Driver crashes on a prehistoric Earth from a spaceship. <laughs> I'm already there. Uh, dinosaurs are everywhere. He pulls out his Halo assault rifle and, and just starts firing, apparently. So March 10th is 165. And then <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd be interested. I didn't think I'd ever say the sentence. I'm interested in seeing that Barbie movie. <laughs> oh, I haven't watched the trailer for this yet. Oh, Tony. Oh, Oh, Tony. Oh, my. Yeah. So there's oh. no privacy in Barbie Land, I'm noticing. There, yeah. No walls. <laughs> no walls. It's the play sets. <laughs> this is what is great about this movie is that, the, huh. I mean, Barbie Town is made up of Barbie play sets. I think it's fabulous. <laughs> I like that they made a pink LAX. I don't recall them ever having a LAX play set. But... Well, you know, if you're going to LAX, I suppose you need to make a play set, you know. Uh, but uh, that that go and watch that trailer. Uh, seriously, <laughs> Tony, you need to. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Re- you need to. Re- I'll check. Rebecca, it out. what are you doing in the chat room, and why aren't you here? She's yeah, so what? excited about Come Barbie. On. I, I don't understand. Anyway, Frost. <laughs> so then, then we get in the next bit of news here. Uh, oh, hi, Kiki. Kiki's there. I haven't seen Kiki in ages. Hi, Kiki. It's like our greatest hits are here yeah, in the chat room. Yeah. In the chat room. Hi, Kiki. Hi. Haven't seen you. In... Thanks for showing up. Uh, let's see. Um, then we got a whole bunch of weird, like small projects that uh, dropped this week that were that I'm just blown away by. First of all, the big one. Back to Spider-Man again. Donald Glover is finally getting a <laughs> Spider-Man movie, but it's not what you think he is attached to star and produce a feature set in sony's spider-man universe of a villain the hypno hustler (laughs) (laughs) you better zoom in on that picture yeah (laughs) it's created by bill mantlow who created rocket raccoon oh Uh, (laughs) and the mercy killers wow wow (laughs) all right Hypno-hustler and I'm in. mercy killers. Hypno-hustler. It, it was the disco scene. It was so 1970. This is my new costume. This is your new one, yes. <laughs> 1978 in Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number 24. Uh, his real name is Antoine Delsoin. I love leader. That this guitar is actually not based off of any actual guitar. <laughs> like, that guitar would not work. He is, the, he is the leader of a band called the Mercy Killers who uses hypnosis technology in his instruments on his oh. audience in order to rob them. Not a top-tier villain for Spidey. Uh, but <laughs> That's what they said about the spot. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Well, the reason this is interesting is because of Glover's uh, musical uh, career. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know? mm-hmm. It fits, so for sure. Th- that's why I think it fits so well. So... I, I'm all for it, uh, and we'll get that alongside of the Craven the Hunter movie and the Madam Web movie. And the... <laughs> yeah, what was the, what was the there's... other one that Shannon was complaining about? The the wrestler. The, oh, the... Uh, El Muerto. El, Mer- yeah. El Muerte. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. That's Bad Bunny, and that'll put Keisters in the seats. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that sentence won't. <laughs> that sentence won't. Thank you. Sorry. I was quoting Mo Howard. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know it's going to put keisters in the seat. Mm. I don't put those Bad bunny. In the seat. Yeah. Bad bunny's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then there was this little uh, project. Um, I Now, I never saw this movie when I was a kid. Escape from Witch Mountain. Oh, my oh, God. I it did. was my favorite. Yeah. Really? That was. Well, yeah, escape, the guy escape. from Green Acres. Come on. What more do you need? Escape two and then escape from, or was it escape from and then escape? Oh, two? escape to Witch Mountain. Yeah, escape yeah. Nineteen seventy-five. I never so saw it. Tony and Tia. They were special children, and they had psychic abilities. It, uh, Tia could like levitate stuff, and they even flew that Winnebago right there. You see that Winnebago right there? They flew they, it at some point. They flew it. They, oh. Yeah, they flew it. They made uh, it fly. Disney Plus has ordered a pilot for a TV series based on it, and it'll star Bryce Dallas Howard. And uh, it's the uh, set in the shadow of the titular mount, it says here. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Uh, It will follow the kids, two teens that develop strange abilities and in turn discover that their sleepy suburb may may not be as idyllic as it seems. So uh, Bryce Dallas Howard will be Audrey, their, their mother, and... Yeah, so I think they've remade this uh, probably two or three times in the last. Yeah. I remember you know, going in the mid nineties too. It was the one with the rock about yep. ten or so years ago. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, the rock Sh- did that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shannon has dropped in. I'm going to add him. Here we go. All right, let's bring him in. Mr. Bonson. God, Shannon. There he is. Hello. <laughs> uh, these uh, six dollar headphones are uh, just awesome. You guys sound like you're in a tin can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound good, and that's what counts. That's, all right. Uh, let's see. Then there was this other, and, and Lee, you may be familiar with this because it's uh, it's the anime and the manga, City Hunter. Never heard of it. Really? It's apparently huge. <laughs> not that huge. Uh, not not it's huge not enough. Lee George Cade huge. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, Netflix producing a new uh, live-action film based on City Hunter, which is uh, anime, manga, series follows the exploits of Ryo Seba, a sweeper who is always found chasing beautiful girls and a private detective who works to rid Tokyo of crime along with his partner Hideyuki. Uh, their city hunter business is an underground jack of all trades operation contacted by uh, the written, you, what you do is you write the letters XYZ on a blackboard at the, at the train station and they'll show up and solve your problem. Apparently I'll, I'll watch it tonight while I'm avoiding Andor. Come on, Lee. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Coming to our uh, Patreon, uh, my wife reviews Andor. That should be up this weekend. That'll be up this this weekend, Lee. My wife reviewed Andor. We had to get some Andor content in there. I said, honey, please, and she went, all right. It's my best life when... (laughs) With Sue Jackson reviews of Star Wars before I do. So that'll be coming to the Patreon uh, nice. sometime this weekend. Oh, and I'm glad that Kiki's in the chat room because whenever I see the words My Hero Academia, I think of Kiki. <laughs> yep, yep. Because she loves it. And uh, they're going to do a screenplay for a live action movie nice. uh, from, uh, from Legendary. Uh, Joby Harold is going to write the screenplay. It's one and... of the sweetest, most sincere shows on TV. Like, mm-hmm. it's really. I mean, it's no City Hunter private eyes, but... <laughs> what is? <laughs> yeah, what is? <laughs> uh, there's, there's no word on casting or anything yet. This is just strictly in the development stage, but uh, it's from Legendary Pictures. They bought the rights 
back in uh, October 2018, and the adaptation will be produced by um, Legendary's Mary Parent and Alex Garcia. takes place in a world where 80% of people have developed a power called a quirk. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's uh, a live-action My Hero Academia. <clears throat> also, again, just a series of these little weird projects that are yeah. popping up. A God of War TV series at Amazon. <laughs> did, I, did I miss all these? Yeah. They okay. were, well, they were they were hidden in all this other stuff that was going on. Oh, this week. okay. A lot, I, a I, lot happened this week. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, it's uh, Wheel of Time showrunner Rafe Judkins and the Expanse creators Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsbley are adapting the game to a a, a show so, on Amazon. It'll be interesting what they to see what they do here because there's basically two settings of God of War. You have the ancient Greek mythology setting. But then you have the newer God of War games that's the same character in the Norse mythology setting. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see what route they take. But uh, I think they should go with Christopher Judge as as Kratos because he voices the character in the last two games, and he's phenomenal. Does he look like Kratos, though? Uh, close enough. He's bald. I mean, he's bald, <laughs> he's big, muscular, he's got the voice. I mean, I'd say do it. I think they should have Ron Swanson play him. There you go. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm the god of war, Kratos. Well, have you seen him like <laughs> with a shaved head and a beard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. right. That's right. Uh, god of War joins a growing list of high-profile series based on video games. You got Halo at Paramount Plus. You got Last of Us coming to HBO. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got Twisted Metal coming to Peacock. You've got Horizon on Netflix, and and now you'll have uh, God of War. <laughs> Sony's just spreading its properties out among anyone who will give them the money for it. Get like that a, money. Like a masturbating penguin. Just, that money. just like that. That's, wow. a, that's, the, that's the metaphor I was thinking of, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a visual. Hmm. How? Hmm. It's, it's little wings aren't long enough. How does hmm. it do that? <laughs> Whenever you say penguin, I always picture that little penguin with the top hat and the tie from Looney Tunes. And now, no. All right. All right. Not Burgess Meredith? No. Yep. <laughs> Although I, I could imagine that, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then there... <laughs> I think we get higher pitched as he goes, though. And then... <laughs> one, one time a friend of mine, got uh, an old roommate, got so drunk he couldn't say uh, uh, that actor's name correct or, uh, correctly. He kept calling him... Virgil Meridai. Virgil Meridai? Hey, Virgil Meridai is the best at Rocky. Remember, right? Virgil Meridai was one of the original Quorum of the Twelve. <laughs> well, the guy's name was named Ammon. So, you know, That's true. That's true. Uh, let's see. Um, and then the Five Nights at Freddy's thing that's been kicking around Hollywood for a while. They're finally they're finally moving forward to it because they've got well, some casts and they basically made this movie with uh, Nick Cage uh, yeah. last year. Yeah, you know, that was kind of Five Nights at Freddy's. Basically, he has no dialogue. He just plays pinball and grunts. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, they've cast uh, Joss Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard to be in it. Let me tell you, I didn't care about this show until I saw that casting. Those guys are pretty funny. So let me tell you, this is the only JPEG of Matthew Lillard that I can find on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Old shaggy JPEG. Yeah. <laughs> 
That works. That works. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matthew Lillard, of course, uh, Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. He was in 13 Ghosts, Bloodsucking Bastards, all the Scream movies. Uh, that, and... piece of, that, that piece of shit, SLC Pokes. Yeah, that's don't, he. He came and lived here for a while. Yeah. Don't forget, he was the uh, the terrible husband in uh, that that show with oh. Christina Hendricks. Um, yep. Oh, anyway, I believe he played the good part girls. of Puff, good, good girls. Good girls. Yep. He yeah, he was the puff puffy sheriff in the new Twin Peaks. Oh right. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. And then of course, uh, Hutcherson is uh, Peta from Hunger Games. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Don't think of him as Peter from Hunger Games. Think of him as uh, as the kid from Future Man because he was that in Future show Man. was awesome. <laughs> uh, he was in Journey to the Mysterious Island. He's he's done a few things. Anyway, they're going to start making that in February. Five Nights and Freddy's. Damn, that's right. an NFT collection I'd buy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, okay, now back to this uh, HBO Max thing. Uh, the, the, Rebecca pointed this out to me this week. Um, we need a picture of HBO Max. Here you sure. go. Here you go. <laughs> the logo. Because they're removing. Uh, right Extreme close up. Oh no! Magnify four hundred times. And now we're inside of it. Zoom in, enhance. Right. It's coming right at me. Enhance. Come at you, HBO. Coming enhance. at you. Enhance. Uh, they're removing a lot of their shows from hbo max uh, hbo <laughs> <Sold> is <laughs> they uh, basically yes uh, that's the thing <laughs> I, I, I saw all this news and i'm just like well i guess i don't need to renew hbo max next year <laughs> really that's what it's getting to isn't uh-huh, it i mean uh-huh. i get it because i get the cable and and so it comes along with it but if i were just subscribing to it i might rethink it you mm-hmm, know because mm-hmm. they're removing westworld all of them Wow! Uh, that, what the? Like, why though? I just don't understand just why. Let it sit there and get views. It's it has something to do with um, residuals. Oh, because, oh. Anybody, they, they get yep. they have to pay okay. people. Yeah, they have to pay the actors, and they they they're they're tightening their budgets over there. They're Jeez. so it's so, something to do with that. So, so do you guys remember our uh, friend Theron Reed? Uh, yes, our, thud. Wait, thud. Um, so funny he was in you know he was in a couple of decent sized movies and uh, one of them was he got killed in a halloween movie and they oh, cut three they and, cut most of his most of his scenes too yeah, it was really and, sad and um he was also in that movie was it called 12 o'clock high yes it was yeah. uh, shot up in ogden in yeah. ogden high and it was so funny i'd see him every once in a while and i was like hey how are those residual checks going dude and he he would seriously get residual checks for like twelve cents. Oh well, yeah, well. gosh, <laughs> not even worth the paper it's printed on. Yeah, a, a lot of the celebr- some of the celebrities that uh, Geek Show follows on Twitter at Geek Show on Twitter were still there. Uh, they'll occasionally take photos of their residual checks for twelve cents and yeah. and post them and say, "Well, this is paying off, <laughs> isn't it?" <laughs> looks like somebody in to... looks like somebody in Ethiopia watched my show. Here's twelve cents. All right, glad I went to Juilliard. Yeah. So they're removing Westworld, they're removing the Nevers, they're removing Raised by Wolves. The, the Nevers? Time. Yeah. They didn't even yeah. do season two yet. Yeah. That got canceled. Got canceled, too. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Time Traveler's well, Wife no wonder is going she's away. On the Marvel shows now. And a show that you really should be watching that is still there last time I checked. It's, it's two seasons, and it's really enjoyable, called Made for Love. Yeah, that's a cool show. Which is like, uh, what if what if Elon Musk, cr- you know, created this device that could control people? And well, he's, if, time. he's yeah, doing that. It's exactly. called Neuralink. Uh, is that Twitter? <laughs> but 
What's great about this show is, I know when I say great and the words Ray Romano, you're going to go, wait a second. Uh, Ray Romano Ray. is married to a sex doll. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. And he, his daughter is the star of the show. And, and he keeps saying things like, you never respected Diane. You never did. <laughs> Say hello be, to Diane this morning, hon. Be, be nice to your stepmother. And sitting there watching Ray Romano have conversations with the sex doll mm -hmm. over breakfast is it's it's choice. Anyway, well, so I made, guess I made know what that. I'm going to do over winter break. Yeah, really watch that show. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it has to do with uh, write-offs, impairments, and all of that stuff. <laughs> that's, uh, you know. in the immortal words of my dad, that's stupid. Yeah. Well, what they're doing is they're putting them on other streaming services so that the other streaming services pay HBO for the rights to use that, and then yeah. they also have to pay the residuals. So HBO yeah. just comes out, you know, making a little money. So you'll so, that whole yeah, organization so is such pinky. a mess. Yeah. yeah. So you'll be able to see these shows just somewhere else, and right. good luck finding them. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so there's that. And uh, finally, this. Oh, and Kiki left before I could tell her that. Uh, the other thing that I think of when, when I think of Kiki is Iron Man, because <laughs> she oh, cried so oh, hard. Yeah. Why, Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> you remember, we all went, <laughs> we all went to see the movie when Iron Man died, and oh, Kiki, just you know, lost she, it. Right? She was just yeah. a mess, and I loved her for it. Uh, but uh, I never. Okay, here's a, another sentence I never thought I'd say. Uh, the Library of Congress National Film Registry has picked up Iron Man and put it in. Cool. They, have, they have inserted Iron Man into the film registry. I, I still just like, I think back. Yeah. Uh, to We were doing the show before that ever came out, right? Yeah. Iron Man. And when they announced it, they were like, that's their first one? That's what they're going to do? And uh, now it's in the Library of Congress. Literally yeah. the first episode of Geek Show is you guys debating. The merits of Iron Man because it Pretty came much. out of the you guys started the show in May I think it came out in July so mm -hmm. 2000 2008 uh, but anyway so uh, they've also uh, entered uh, oh, let's see here's a whole list uh, Cyrano de Bergerac from 1950 with Jose Ferrer uh, Stanley Donan Charade from 63 with Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant uh, Charade it's yeah amazing yeah, uh, you've also got, uh, oh, here we go, Superfly from 1972. Damn. Yeah. But, okay, not, yeah. to take a, not yeah. to take away from the merits of Iron Man, it's an incredible movie. Oh, it really is. Charade, Charade is literally one of the best espionage movies ever made. Can you imagine? You're but he made the, it in a cave with a box of, of scraps. You're, 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 you're related to one of, the, or one of the surviving members of the people who made Charade back in the early 60s. And you're like, we finally made it 60 years later. But mm -hmm. uh, Iron Man. Also entering the Library of Congress National Film Registry when Harry met Sally. The, uh, the... I'll have what she's having. <laughs> The, the Little Mermaid, the cartoon. Okay. Uh, and and Carrie, remember Carrie? Yeah. yeah. They're all which gonna one? laugh at you. Which, yeah, which, which one? Laugh at you. They're all gonna the original. They're okay. all gonna laugh yeah. at you. Uh, also, now here, here's a couple of weird ones. Hairspray, John Waters. Okay. Okay. Uh, Baltimore yeah. in the house. And <laughs> finally, this one, House Party. <laughs> What? House party in the Library of Congress. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. 
Hang on now. What? I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> I know. You know, I just saw the trailer for the new house party that when I went to see my own night. Yeah. Once again, they've taken a, a, sh- a, a, a they're they're making a new movie with the name of an old movie that has nothing to do with the old movie. Yeah. It's unless anyway. it's unless it's the new Candyman, then it's actually really good and has well, everything to do with the original movie. Yeah, but like the the new house party, it's like at LeBron James' house, and oh yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> fucking hologram or some shit. Or I'm as like, a, what? so or the, as... we're talking about the 1990 house party with Martin Lawrence. That's what got with Kid and Play. Oh Kid my play. god! <laughs> yeah, the same thing. Martin yeah. Lawrence, Kid and Play, same thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> huh. right. Yeah. They, as as uh, Hill three eleven in the chat room says, uh, finally kid and play get their respect. It's about um, time. <laughs> anyway, uh, bef- before we before we get to what you guys consumed this week, uh, just a, a quick uh, major announcement. Major announcement. Uh oh. Well, it's it's just an announcement. Um, our next uh, movie uh, Saturday matinee with Geek Show, January fourteenth. At Brewies, uh-huh. and till further notice, it'll be a Saturday matinee with Geek Show the second Saturday of every month. Till further right. notice. Now we haven't picked a movie yet. Uh, if you have any suggestions, drop them in our socials. Let us know. And, house party. Uh, maybe house party. I don't know. <laughs> might, it might be time. <laughs> it's good enough for the Library of Congress. It's good enough for us. I suppose it might be uh, time. Literally a third of a century later, Geek Show sits down to watch. Because I've never but seen I've it. But I've got to be there. Be just watch you guys watch a house party. I have to be there. I've watched that. Yeah, yeah I, you got to come. I love that movie. I've, I've seen it like probably 12 times. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, what y'all consume this week. Who wants to go first? No, we're not doing a double feature of House Party 1 and 2. No. <laughs> There is no house party two. It doesn't exist. Doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Much like Superman three or that other Blues Brothers or movie. Four. Yeah. yeah. Who's first? Mm. I'll go first. Mine's really short because um, I don't remember what I watched this week, except for uh, the Rick and Morty finale was this last Sunday. Oh baby, that show mm. this season has just been Chef's kiss. So good. It has this this whole. Uh, there hasn't been a clunker this whole season so far. Yep. I, I I like that. I really feel like they are honestly, actively trying to um, alienate their toxic fans. Yeah, they just oh. decided. Okay, we need to just make a good show. Yeah, we don't, and it's we like, don't need to. If, we don't need to cater don't like to it, anyone. If you guys don't like it, eat a bag of dicks. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that is it? Pretty much it, Tony. I've been playing video games. Other than that, God of War Ragnarok. Um, oh. Dark Tide. I started I started the Dark Tide game yesterday and that is awesome like just beautiful and violent and dark <laughs> and, wow just yeah tape a picture of Cavill up in the corner and you'll be like oh this is you that think movie. I don't already have that <laughs> no I forgot you forgot <laughs> that's right uh, oh Rebecca uh, says I wish I could be there to review the two out of the three hours that I watched Avatar two she hit Jimmeter hit Jimmeter. Yeah. She had to leave. The 3D and all of that got to her, and she had to leave. And throw uh, up. And get sick, yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, it's making all the money this weekend, though, last I looked. Yeah, we knew uh, it would. We knew. Lee, what have you seen this week? All right, so guess what I didn't watch? 
uh, Andor, I'm guessing. Yeah, no, I didn't watch Andor. It was pretty amazing. So. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, so. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> my wife did. Yeah, it's it's now it's now literally my Waterloo. Like when I go oh, there, I'll be... so um, I uh, I uh, I finished Lost. Yeah, okay. it's done. It's done. It's done. And I'm, I, one of and? The, I'm one of the few people that enjoyed the last episode. The last I loved the last really? episode okay, because good. really. Yeah. Yes, yep, because I a lot of people, I, th- I think a lot of people maybe perhaps misinterpreted the last episode because there's a benefit to, to actually binging most of that season in two or three nights is that we actually kind of saw the story coming together and realized what happened at the last episode. And uh, the last episode is is a gut punch. It's a real yep. gut punch. Yep. You know, now that you say that. Yeah. Yeah, because that was before binging. We had to wait mm-hmm. week to week to watch right. it. And right. you'd forget things. And, and you, know. you would have times where they're like, oh, we're not showing any episodes during the month of December exactly. because of Hiatuses, or Christmas yeah. That's or true. sweeps be, or whatever else. Especially so they, because uh, towards the end, the ratings were just like in a. Right. But they, they did, and they actually did a really amazing thing. And I could see because like, there was a point of time where Rachel was going, oh, shit, this is heaven and none of this happened. And I was like, no, that's not actually the case. And so we went through and watched the second episode again. They have on Hulu, they have an uncut hour and 50 minute version of the last two episodes put together as a movie. Ooh. And what? it's perfect. It's perfect. It is from start to finish, in my opinion, one of the best series on television. Like, they do callbacks to first and second episode uh, installments to bits from that. They hmm. they have very emotional conclusions, and Jack Shepard died like he deserved to die. Like he died the hero, but he died broken. And I I was really blown away by the maturity and some of the choices they made, and also just the fact that uh, if you go through something with somebody and enough people, that maybe maybe just maybe there's a place where they're waiting for you before you all move on. Well, that was kind of sweet. So I loved it too. Yeah, I had a good time with it. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio on Netflix. Yes. Oh my freaking god. Okay, not the best songs, not the best songs. No. But there is a great song where uh, Pinocchio sings a song about Mussolini being a poo poo baby. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, some yeah, of the we, best stop motion I have it's ever so seen. Fluid, isn't it? It's just so, yeah. Beautiful. It's it's is mind boggling. It, is it stop motion or is it CGI? One. 100% stop motion. Cool. The only CGI they used was to remove some of the rigs. And there's some bits like he said it during the, the fascist uprising in Italy. Um, there, There is some stuff in there that is just <laughs> mind boggling. And I don't like you watch you watch the Leica movies and you go, OK, Kubo was amazing. This is like five minutes in. You're going Kubo. What? You know, yeah. it's just, uh, exactly. It's, it's just amazing. And he had a contra- a writer in his contract that the cricket and Pinocchio would only be animated by Mexican animators. So they had a lot of people from around the world doing the rest of the animation and the sets, but he's like, we have phenomenal puppeteers in Mexico that never get their chance. So let's get them in there. Let's get them working. And so it is it is a labor of love from start to finish. It's kind of creepy, but it's it, beautiful. It's, it's dark. It's, it's, it's very dark. I had a friend who has a six-year-old uh, kid is it, you know, can he watch it? And I said, well, I'll be honest with you. 
Six-year-old, I wouldn't let him watch the Disney one because it'll yeah. give him nightmares, it frankly. But, oh, but Adventure this one, Island is creepy as hell. Yeah. yeah, but this one is definitely not for not for kids. I mean, well, and I told they, her, I said, Mussolini's a character in the show. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and Collodi, like the original Collodi book is is pretty dark. Uh, the whole reason why the cricket becomes his conscience is because he smashes him with a shoe, like on the first or second page. Oh. So it's the ghost of the cricket that's telling him to be a good boy. So mm. uh, Today this, I learned. This is yeah. a take. This is a Me take, too. and it's a really, uh, it, like if you if you love stop motion and you like old style fairy tales, it's it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So. I uh, I heard an interview with uh, Guillermo talking about Pinocchio, and somebody said, he says I hate the term Disneyfied because it doesn't mm-hmm. apply. He right. says if you take a look at those early Disney films, they're dark as hell. They are, and yeah, he, for and sure. he and he even said I left the theater crying. In the middle of Bambi. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm like Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. agree. <laughs> this this thing has a gigantic beating heart, and it's glorious. So it really yeah. is. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Watch it. That's me. All right, uh, uh, Shannon, you want to go next, or? or... Uh, yeah, I go. I, I don't have that uh, a lot. Um, All right. This week's been nuts. Um, new letter, Kenny. Uh, next weekend. Yep. Yep. It Trailers is, uh, have been. Perfect. The yep. trailer is amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I love that they um, uh, Letter Kenny gets uh, invaded by uh, influencers, <laughs> and they keep calling them influencers. Yeah. <laughs> over there, trailers influenzas. Yeah. Um, I, I watched Bullet Train yesterday. Oh, I oh. keep meaning to watch that. That was that fun. Is one of my new favorite movies. Really? Yeah, I love it. Like. The cast is amazing, uh, and also there's a bunch of uncredited people that show up in it. Uh, Can't and, a lot of cameos, huh? Yeah, and uh, I just love it when Brad Pitt plays the hapless, kind of weird, goofy character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is this guy? Uh, and, and, you know, and his character's named Ladybug. You guys, for <laughs> shit's sake. Um, and then I don't know, like I, so I I got done watching that. And then uh, Netflix is like, you might like this. Um, I didn't know there was a Murderville oh, holiday yeah. special. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and the two actors that don't have scripts are... It's two uh, episodes? No, it's. It, I think it's no, one episode with two it's actors. One episode, oh, okay. yeah. It's, it's okay. uh, Jason Bateman. Awesome. <laughs> Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph. Awesome. Nice. And uh, it's called Who Killed Santa Claus? And uh, once again, more people show up uh, in cameos that also don't have a script. And I'll have to go and, and give I that one a try. I yeah. gave up on after three episodes of Murder. Oh, Ball, I, I love up. that show. I love that show. And it's so funny, like um, watching Will Arnett and Jason Bateman. Like uh, Will Arnett is trying to break Jason Bateman so hard. <laughs> and he just can't. He just can't because he's like, I worked with you for like ten years. Exactly. Yeah, Bateman, Bateman's uh, a pro. Uh, he's I'll one of the help. best straight men, you know, that, that's ever worn the straight man hat. Oh yeah. Oh, and um, it is really funny. And I and I just gotta say, the last like five minutes, I was laughing so hard I could <laughs> barely even stand it. Um, All right. Yeah. So. Okay. That's what I got. Uh, Robert, what did you consume this week? <laughs> 
project one way because I have a pair of 11 year olds who've discovered it and they're just like, <laughs> we must watch this show all the time. <laughs> so it's been a lot of that. However, um, I did catch uh, Batman Superman Battle of the Super Sons, the new animated oh, feature. Is that which cool? is actually good? Nice. It's is part of DC's new animation. Um, is it on HBO play. Max for a couple of days? For no, oddly <laughs> enough, not. It was on. Um, I caught it on Amazon. Oh, okay. Oh, you have to rent it. Okay. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was worth it as far as I'm concerned. They did a good job of introducing um, Jonathan and Damien. Uh, Damien's backstory was just kind of more exposition than shown. You got to see, you know, Jonathan, but it was fun. It was what I would expect for, you know, two kids with well, one kid with superpowers and the son of Batman who's an assassin. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch this. <laughs> um, comic recommendation also. All right. Variants, a Jessica Jones mystery mm. by Gail Simone and Phil Noto. Oh, oh, fantastic! Phil, Five issues. Phil, Phil Noto does the art. Okay. Five issues. The fifth issue just dropped this past week. Get them all. All right, I'll yeah. pick it up. Oh, okay. R- Phil, yeah. Phil Noto is one of the absolute best in the industry right now. Like his his stuff is amazing. Yeah, it was that was a good read. It was a good suspenseful. What is going on here? Jeff, if you're listening, put that in my hold. I'll take it. <laughs> he's, he's not listening. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell him when I go in next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, the Pinocchio, I consumed that as well this week. Again, did just you, brilliant. Did you watch the making of Special After? No, I need to, don't I? Go back. Go back. Okay. Yep. Um, I watched Black Adam last night. <laughs> Big old pile of, eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's Sue, how me and Tony. Yeah, Sue liked it better than me. Really? Oh, yeah, it was okay. li- it's not a bad movie. It's just I think it was overhyped. And uh, also, yeah. well, uh, was that? And that kid sucked. <laughs> See, here's here's here was my problem with it. Um, the the action sequences were great. Amazing. You had a mm-hmm. you had a director who can do action sequences, but you did not have a director who can get an, a performance out of an actor. Yeah. Ooh, That's agreed. what I felt. Yep. Is that, I mean, you know, The Rock could have been a little more charismatic toward the end. I mean, yeah. He has he's, it. We know he's charismatic. We know he's well, got it. Well, I, I thought that his, his character was so uneven. Yes, exactly. exactly. Sometimes he was like all like super old timey. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, and then he was just uh, he was just the Rock. The after, Rock. Yeah. You know, it was a little I, too, it was a little too inconsistent. Yeah. 100% my and, biggest gripe with that movie besides the kid on the skateboard he was and again they, that guy they sucked. i hated him there again was no they, purpose they could have that kid they could have just gone in and cut him out, out. And it would have changed the movie at all well but, but here's, if they were going to do black adam 2 they've got to have him for well they're not cyrus and not. uh yeah and uh yeah that's Adriana true. Is ISIS. I, that's true and, and you guys probably already talked about this while i was uh dealing with my headphone situation I just love that James Gunn walked in and go, oh, I can't do anything with he's this like, pile of shit. He's like, look at this <laughs> yeah. whiteboard and just erase it. Just well, like, he is, <laughs> well, he is, he has tweeted. He says, I'm tired of sitting through so many mediocre DC yeah. movies. Yeah. Aren't we all? But I, but I also <laughs> like it was like Henry Cavill was so cool about like, ah, oh, cool. I'm not Superman anymore. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. But back to James Gunn. I could tell that they were trying to channel James Gunn in some portions sure. of this movie, mm-hmm. 
you know, they had the wacky uncle and listening to music and all of that. Yep. And again, you had a director who does great action sequences, but can't get a performance out of an actor. <laughs> Those actors are capable, but they weren't given enough yeah. to, to bring it. And, and I think that was, uh, again, part of the unevenness of that movie. And then I, uh, I rewatched uh, Star Trek Into Darkness again, Shut Up. <laughs> oh, Jeez. He's pointing at you, Lee. Right, I'm pointing at Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that movie is, in my opinion, much maligned and shouldn't be. Anyway, Pla- it's platform a good movie with one problem. <laughs> Come on, if they uh, just if, left him, if they've just left him is John you know, Harrison. I, yeah, I have, I have I mentioned this. That. I have mentioned this before. You could have done the entire movie without the word Khan being uttered, and then at the end, when they show him in cryo sleep, go one over to Khan, and I would have said, "This is perfect." But instead, yep. they're like, you know what we need? Benedict Cumberbatch not being Ricardo Montalban. Well, we'll just have to agree. But to otherwise, it's a great movie. Oh, I enjoyed it. it One other okay. thing that I consumed is uh, go on Rotten Tomatoes or anywhere that just has a bunch of uh, blurbs of reviews of uh, the new Avatar movie. Mm-hmm. Some of some... the greatest just... Some good scrolling. Oh, just, yeah. Just the first <laughs> sentence. Like, it's, it, uh, oh, it's, people don't like it very much. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's making all the money. Games. Uh, yeah, but I'm just telling you, like, g- read the Savage reviews. It's yeah. <laughs> so wonderful. Uh, let's see. Today is the 17th, and so uh, nobody's putting anything out right now because they feel like they've already missed the Christmas window. So the holiday purchase window. So go ahead and play something that uh, you picked up in the last little while. D- dip into that back catalog, you know? Or, Witcher, th- or, Witcher 3 just got new graphics. Go play that wait, again. Or wait a week for the Steam summer sale or winter sale. Yeah, winter sale starts next week. Maybe pick up something else you can add to your backlog because that's all we time. do. We just buy games and, yeah. and have them on the computer and say, yeah, I have that. All right. And then look for I the got, next deal. I got it for a buck fifty. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was good. All, All right. right, do you want do you want the holiday the holiday let's, poem, Carrie? Let's hear it. All right. All right, here we go. So this is the this All is right. uh. Let me give me my gra- my gravitas voice down. Are you ready for my gravitas voice? I'm excited. Here it goes. Twas the week before Cromsmas, and all through the burg, not a creature was calling, not even McCurg. The swords were all hung in the armory with care, with hopes that the forge lord soon would be there. The sacrifice had been gutted, the grave had been dug, while grog-induced fancies flitted all about my mug. Mog and her chainmail, me and my helm, had settled in for a night of carnal mayhem. When out on the moors there arose such a clatter, I sprang to find the pest and hopefully to scatter. Away to the ramparts I flew like a dragon, still feeling the effects of that night's full flagon. Out in the torchlight I spied something massive, which caused my manhood to become rather flaccid. His tusks were all curved and covered with gore. He'd feasted on kinsmen and craved to eat more. He stamped his great hoof upon hearth with a roar and charged at the gate like a rampaging boar. Then upon that same hearth a bugle did sound, 
So loud and so proud, I could hear it crash down. The sky peeled with lightning, the earth split and crashed, and Crom leapt forth with the shadows, with hammers he lashed. The beast's head was shattered, its body borne high, then lashed to the gatehouse, a warning crucify. Crom glanced about the stockade, then laughed and cried out, Bring whiskey, bring wine, bring meat, and bring stout. We feasted till morning, then kept on till night. When Crom leapt to the table, all medicine might, Remember your savior! And great beasts fall, and if fear overcomes you, to hell with you all. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, Lee. I'm getting a webby. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's already in the mail. Yeah, uh, Mr. B, if you would please. So look, Ham. We're just going to recast, okay? Um, <laughs> oh. I mean, it's nothing against you, all right? Basically, it's uh, not you, it's us. Was I a good ham? <laughs> you were a good, ham. good ham. You were a good ham. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.